Hello, hello, hello. It's Thursday. No, it's not Thursday Night Football, but that doesn't mean we can't have a Thursday Night Football discussion on the Big D Podcast. Before I bring in the night special guest, please subscribe, like, and share the Spunky. Yes, read it on the sign. It says Spunkies, but we all know it's Spunky Spectrum Sports YouTube page. We can see all my content. Got a wild card recap, have some division round videos up tomorrow also check out the big deep podcast on spotify and apple so if you saw monday night yes the first monday night football wildcard game the arizona cardinals took on the los angeles rams and uh la won 34 to 11 yeah how many playoff games in 34 to 11 with the two-point conversions but uh Joining us to recap that game and the Arizona Cardinals season is my friend Kelly in Phoenix. Kelly, uh, the good news for Arizona is you made history on Monday Night Football, playing the first Monday Night Football playoff game. The bad news is it didn't go well, right? It did not go well. Thank you so much for having me back, Dylan. I love being on your podcast. Thank you. Thank you. So. Yeah, that uh, that game did not go well. It was historical, and that's probably part of mm-hmm. why that matchup was put on Monday because there was probably expected to be more competition. I'm just saying. I'm just saying because in the two regular season showdowns, both road teams won. You won Week Four in LA, and the Rams won. Monday night in Glendale, Arizona. In fact, both teams, both road teams won pretty convincingly because you won, you won going away and the Rams won. I mean, it was close at the end, but the Rams won pretty well handled that team. So did you feel like the Cardinals could return, the, could win just like you did in week four against the Rams? Yeah, I mean, we were pretty confident. Um, I'm saying we as Arizona. <laughs> I think that uh, Cardinals fans were pretty confident going into that game. I don't think we expected it to turn out the way that it did. Even if they did lose, that was losing in a pretty spectacular fashion. I mean, I mean, it's one thing if you get into the playoffs, but you're thinking – can we take the next step all of what the Cincinnati Bengals did on Saturday night and maybe win a playoff game? But was that but to me when I looked at Arizona, I thought you guys possessed a chance to win, but Tyler needed needed a great game. You needed to run the ball. And more importantly, the defense needed to aid, stop the run, and force Max Staff in the mistakes because as we've Saw so in the last three in the last three regular season games, Matthew Stafford is turnover prone. Yes, that is very true. And I don't think any of those factors came into play during this game. I don't feel like obviously Kyler didn't have a great game. There wasn't a whole lot of running the ball, and the defense wasn't able to uh, fluster. Um, so it was disappointing overall. Just it was hard to watch. And you think 
uh, as a team that's played this entire season together um, and having such a great record, especially right off the bat, were they going to let nerves get to them? And it appears to me that nerves and experience, um, those all definitely played a role, I think, at least in the loss. But it's not a good excuse, but I don't, I don't really know how else to explain it. Other than also, um, the Rams had a great game. They just played well. To be honest, you mentioned Kyler, and to me, a lot of guys who struggle in their playoff debuts. I remember Peyton Manning struggling in his first playoff debut for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, right. Think of other guys. I mean, I'm not Josh, ready Josh, to write him off. Josh, no, not- Josh Allen of the Josh Allen a couple years ago for the Buffalo Bills was a nightmare in his playoff debut. So. Um, I look at Mac Jones. <laughs> well, we'll give Mac the benefit of the doubt. He played a negative wind chill. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Lamar Jackson was a fiasco for the Ravens two years ago against the Titans. That's true. That's true. It's it's just that youth and inexperience and being nervous and feeling the weight. I, I'm sure it's something that you definitely learn how to handle over time. So I'm not ready to write off Kyler um, as so many fans, quote unquote, fans or fantasy analysts seem to on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, we all have we all have those games when nothing goes right. To me, Kyler's fine. If I'm Arizona, <laughs> I'm still shoveling out the money for him. It doesn't change the fact what Colin Murray is as an athlete. He is a pinball. I'm not sure there is anybody who can run around like he can and throw like Kyler. I mean, I mean, he, I know they list Arizona list and what five eleven. Trust me, he's not five. Trust me, he's not five eleven. He's like no, five ten. But yeah. But Tyler is more than capable of leading this franchise for the next decade. I'd give him all the money. I really like this Arizona team. I think James Con- James Conner was a huge pickup this year, scored a boatload of touchdowns. Chase Edmonds was a nice change of pace back. I've got yeah, I like some of these young pieces. Rondo Moore's got a bright future. Zach mm-hmm. Ertz was a good pickup. But to me, the big problem of Arizona on Monday night was DeAndre Hopkins missing again because there might be better receivers, but I'm not sure there's a more consistent wide receiver than DeAndre Hopkins because if you need a third and four, get somebody yards. DeAndre Hopkins will give you every single time. Yes, I agree with that. You could... It could even be a terrible throw, and he'll somehow make the catch. Like, he's explosive, for sure. Probably my favorite player uh, going into the season, but I do love Rondale Moore a lot. I can't wait to see him take on a bigger role with the team. What do you think? I mean, if Rondale Moore stays healthy, he's got a lot of potential. Especially anybody in that in that offense can produce, especially with Kyler in the center. Mm-hmm. For sure. But it, uh, no. it was. Go ahead. 
No, go ahead. You go. I was just going to say it was just, it was disappointing um, because they played so well this whole season. I would say pretty much this whole season. Obviously, Kyler was injured. We had uh, TJ Watt injured. JJ Watt. Watt injured. Sorry, JJ Watt injured. <laughs> uh, maybe we needed TJ Watt. <laughs> Yeah, you imagine but, like, yeah, you imagine all three Watt brothers together. Yeah, that would be great. I mean, Hopkins was injured. They're, they were injury played, but not like some of the other teams in the NFL. So I feel like they they could have gone further. They could have kept it together a little bit better and not even ended up in the wild card spot, to be honest. And just have qualified. Yeah, if you would have been in Seattle the last week of the season, you would have hosted the wild card team. Yeah. Actually, you actually you would have played, I think you would have been the three seed because you would have gotten the tiebreaker of Dallas. You would have played San Francisco and LA would have been an all in ten. And none of those are easy games, really. San Francisco showed us that when in their own game. <laughs> Yes, and plus that would have been another divisional matchup. So we all know how that how those NFC West games turn turn out. Anything's <laughs> possible, right? Anything's possible. That's so true. <laughs> I mean, that's how football is. Somebody told you once that the NFL stands not for long because <laughs> nothing stays the same. It just is constantly changing. Except, except Tom Brady's winning playoff games and will probably end up in another Super Bowl, right? Man, it looks that way, right? And and there's still talk of him playing another year. Oh, two, oh, three, oh, four, oh, five, oh, six. As long as he's still performing, I don't know why he would retire unless he's just over it. But well, football's wild. Yeah, so defensively, it was unused. It was an interesting game plan. It was unused because basically you doubled Cooper Cup and and basically did not let him beat you. But you know what that means? If you're doubling Cooper Cup, somebody's open, and that yeah. somebody was Odell Beckham because Beckham, Odell Beckham turned back the clock with. Four catches, 54 yards, a touchdown. And I think maybe his best play in the night might have been that 40-yard pass early in yeah. the game. 100%. Yeah, that definitely probably gave him the momentum to continue to play well the rest of the game. When you make a catch like that, I'm, I'm sure that it just, fills your heart with like pride and joy and you're like I can do this I'm out here I am here and he uh, he came to play yeah and so did the Rams rushing attack because Stafford only threw the ball 17 times but yet the Rams ran 38 times for 140 yards you ran the ball 18 for 61 so bad so bad yeah, that, you're not going to win too many playoff games and the other teams outrushing you to the one. That's for sure. And I, I forget, do you have the stats for like 
uh, time of possession because that was a really bad one too, I believe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got the uh, oh wait, uh, I've got the time of possession. I think the Rams possess the ball for thirty-five minutes and forty-six seconds. A long time. Yeah, especially because Arizona's more as a more the fast-paced offense. Better if you've got a lead. Then if you're trailing, because then you're because then you're running maybe too quick and you can't get set up the same way. I think the biggest disappointment going in, at least to the second half, was that they didn't even try to score to close out the first half. It was kind of like, well. It is what it is. Let's just go to halftime and come back fresh. But I really feel like that was a mistake. I feel like they should have pushed harder to score before going to halftime. To be honest, I, I look at that game, and I'm not sure exactly what Cliff Kingsbury was thinking. I mean, yes, we've seen Arizona start off well the last couple of years and sort of slide this year. The Colonels will unbelievable particularly early in the year i mean you were what one of the last undefeated team you started one right. two three seven and all lost seven. To, lost to green bay but you were what ten and ten and two and then lost four out of five to finish yep and kyler was injured i think three of those four if I remember correctly. I think but, Kyler, I, Kyler came back for the Bears game. Yeah, it's, it has been a wild, wild season. And you're right, I don't know what Cliff Kingsbury was thinking. Even if I mean, the Cardinals had started out down like they have in other games, he let it get away from them, like, completely. I mean, part of it is a young coach in his first playoff game. On the road in hostile environment, you're not going. You're not going to have this. I mean, we all have bad coaching days. I mean, Dallas. Dallas is roasting Mike McCarthy, and he's won a Super Bowl. I'm sure Eagle fans were roasting Nick Sirianni for not giving Devontae Smith the ball. But we all have. Sometimes we all have bad coaching days. I mean, for some. I mean, Josh Allen. I mean, the last two games against Bill Belichick. The Bills have not punted. Even Belichick can't stop the quarterback. So, yeah, it was a bad day to have a bad day. <laughs> so, going into next next year. What position do you think Arizona needs to address in free agency or the draft? I feel like we need a lot of things to happen. We need um, offensive line because uh, I'm glad you mentioned offensive line because that would be that would be my number one need because with Kyler being short of stature what? and injury prone <laughs> he needs a good offensive line around him 
The reason why Drew Brees lasted 15 season norms because Sean Payton routinely invested in linemen and made sure Drew Brees got a clean pocket. Yeah, I eat the words right out of my mouth. It's exactly my first thought is just he needs that protection. It's he can get away, don't get me wrong. Like, of course, like everybody says a Konami cheat code, right? Like he's going to be able to get out of a sticky situation, but let's not put him in so many sticky situations and let's allow him to also be able to throw the ball. He, he was blocked so many times his passes this season. And every time one got blocked, I was like, Oh, that's so embarrassing. I feel so bad for him. <laughs> Because you see it, it's being thrown, and then all of a sudden, some big giant hand comes out of the sky, <laughs> just knocks it down. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely offensive line. And then I think we need to be able to stop the run game. It was clearly something we weren't able to do, but perhaps with a fully healthy JJ Watt, that would have been a different story. Yeah, and also, and also maybe, maybe a better game script where Arizona's ahead and LA's trailing and throwing instead of the mm-hmm. other way around. Yeah, they really lacked momentum for sure. There, it, it just wasn't clicking. Maybe defense. I'm thinking defensive back because it seemed like Arizona's defensive back, the DBs, <laughs> looked like a miracle round of like guys coming in, coming out of the line. I mean, of course, Buda Baker, it's an unbelievable player. It should be open. We all saw what happened to him with that <laughs> hit on Monday night, but should be fine. But yeah. Arizona's got to get some DBs, probably a corner too. I agree. I agree. We can't put everything on the shoulders of one or two players because exactly that injury, um, even though that hit was, I think, pretty uncalled for. <laughs> uh, but luckily, he is okay. He's he's tweeted. He's fine. He's good. Um, but we shouldn't, you know, have to be nervous that a star player it's going to get taken out and then the whole defense fall apart. Not a good way to play. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, sometimes it's, you could be in the right place to make a, and something weird happens. Like some, like every week I see something I've never seen before. I'm like, what? Uh, and we all, yeah. So, what do you expect to happen this weekend during the division round? Obviously, you're calling us out, but do you think we'll have upsets or do you think uh, the top quarterbacks will rise to the occasion? I'm not sure that there'll be any more upsets to be had. Um, I guess. It depends on what you would consider an upset. I think that Joe Burrow has a lot to prove and he wants to go out there and prove it. 
Um, the Bengals are a hungry team and they, they're performing well. You have uh, the Bills and Josh Allen, but does Josh Allen carry the Bills? That's the question there. Um, and how long does that last? I don't know. You know. Those are my, those are the two things that stick with me most when I think about who's left are those two teams and those two quarterbacks and what each of them bring to their team. I mean, it's amazing what Burrow and Josh Allen have done because Burrow's coming off of devastating knee injury last season and yet looks better than he did. I mean, I think he's thrown one 11 touchdowns, no interceptions. And that's playing in Cincinnati where it's not exactly Glendale, Florida. And then Josh Allen's cold weather performance on Saturday night was one of the maybe the best I've ever seen. I mean, the Bills didn't punt, didn't kick a field goal, didn't commit a turnover, and scored seven straight touchdowns on yeah. A Bill Belichick defense. It was wild. Honestly, I did not expect that kind of performance for sure. Um, but yeah, I I actually I really like Josh Allen. I was surprised to see so much team play from Josh Allen, and I hope he can keep that up because a lot of times it feels like the Bills are just Josh Allen. Um so I think if he can remember what that felt like, that game, and bring that into the next game, they'll be successful. If he falls back into um, old patterns of just having to run the ball and um, bring everything on himself, they could run into some issues. Yeah, if it's not on if Josh Allen's not running, throwing, catching, heck, he might even fly the plane to Kansas City this weekend. I think the Bills have got every chance, and uh, I can't wait to see Joe Burrow play this weekend because you never know with a young quarterback. I mean, are the Bengals a year, probably a year away from being a real contender? Yeah, they probably need another draft class or free agency, but – I mean, you've got a red-hot quarterback, and I'm not sure anybody's stopping Jamal Chase for the next decade. They have a solid lineup. They have, uh, you know, more than one or two people that perform, and that is probably a winning formula, is utilizing all of your weapons um, and, and the chemistry between Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, that's undeniable. Um, being that they've played together before, that certainly helps. It's going to be exciting for sure. And would you consider that an upset? Uh, it would depend on the set whether Derrick Henry plays or not. Because, yeah, I mean, the Titans might be the one seed, but be honest, I'm, I'm not sure of anyone picking Tennessee to, I'm not sure anybody picked Tennessee before the wild card round to reach the Super Bowl. I, I mean, it seemed like everybody was picking in the, the, the Buffalo-Kansas City winner. Yeah, I would love to see Buffalo beat Kansas City, personally. <laughs> hey, the, hey, the last time the Super Bowl was in L.A., the Bills were there. 
I'm not sure they were smashing tables at the Rose Bowl, but times have changed. <laughs> times have changed. Maybe we'll see some of that. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe we'll have Bills Cardinals next year in uh, Glendale, Arizona, and then Kyler will find DeAndre Hopkins for another Hail Mary. That would be amazing. That would... That would be the cherry on top of the Sunday. Although Bill's fans would probably be thinking, not again, would be thinking, not again. Not again. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> because it's always in that, it's always in the left end zone, left end zone where everything happens, whether it was Plastico Burns touchdown, the Boise State touchdown. Hook and lateral Statue of Liberty play, the Moshan Lynch not run, or the Kyler Murray Hail, Hail Mary. It's always in that one end zone. It really is. And it, I'm not sure what the science behind that is. I'm sure there is some sort of science, but it sure is fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, you imagine, you imagine. A super decide on a Hail Mary or Hail Murray in your case, right? Hail Murray. Yeah. <laughs> um, thanks for hopping on, Kelly. Uh, hopefully you can deal with the snowbirds because both of us have got them for the time. Yeah. And uh, hopefully the Colonels are back in the playoffs uh, next January. We'll see. We'll certainly see. Now, what do we look forward to? The draft? Yeah, free agency in the draft. Well, I'm excited, and um, thanks again for having me on. It's always a good time. Thank you. <laughs>